the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Impulsive behaviors and addictions are rampant in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth and Tony B. starts now. They'll take your calls and share how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ saved them and can do the same for you or your loved ones. God wants you to walk into the light. Recovery Radio Houston is live. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth, and uh, we're coming to you today. Uh, I'm here with my good friend, my brother in Christ, uh, Pastor Boyd Harrell. And uh, we are coming to you because of some COVID concerns. We're coming to you remotely uh, from my living room. So I hope this is broadcasting loud and clear. Uh, But uh, Tony B. is out this week. And I'm here with, uh, as I said, Pastor Boyd Harrell, who is a tremendous man of God. Uh, I'm so grateful that we have met. He's got a heart for the Lord. He's got a true anointing on his ministry. He's from Cool Ministry, so buckle your seatbelts for this uh, amazing testimony. We're going to do three things. We're going to talk about his testimony and the incredible transformative power of Christ, a transformation that could only come from a relationship with Jesus Christ and from an indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And then we're going to talk about his ministries and uh, what they do today. Uh, They have both uh, a prison ministry, a recovery ministry, and a church uh, that's a wonderful, vibrant congregation. I had the pleasure of spending the last Saturday night with them, and it was was a true privilege. Uh, And uh, then we're going to talk about a curriculum, if we have time, an incredible Christ-based curriculum that they've developed uh, for the 12-step program. I want to ask our producer, Jim. Jim, are, are, are we transmitting okay? Can you hear me fine? Yes, we're doing very good. Well, I can't hear Jim's reply, so I'm going to assume we are. Jim, text me if there's any yeah, kind of a problem. Uh, but we are calling in. So we can't take your calls Hello? today. I'm sorry. That's what the preamble said, uh, because we're calling in. But uh, we've got a great program lined up for you. And uh, let, yeah, let's open you. up in prayer. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. Pastor Boyd, will you pray us in? Absolutely. I'm honored to be here. Most gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for every single person that's dialing in. Thank you for this radio station. Thank you for Pastor John. Thank you for all that you're doing in all of our lives, Father. We lift up hope. We lift up hope for the hopeless. We desire, Father God, to be counted amongst the living today. Any way that you want to use us, we're here. Send us, Father God. We just lift up the listeners. We lift up everybody that is going through whatever they're going through, and we pray for healing and your divine presence today. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeah, thank you, Pastor Boyd. You know, uh, I have 
unfortunately come across, uh, have, have personal acquaintance with uh, probably six people that have contracted COVID in the last week. Uh, it's real, folks. It's out there. Um, and we pray for the Lord's protection and for his healing touch because he is the ultimate physician and the ultimate healer. And we put our trust in him. But uh, I just want to lift everybody up that's out there that's struggling, you know, because it's not just uh, the people that are struggling with COVID. That's bad enough. But unfortunately, uh, like in California, they seem to be their emergency rooms are full and, and it's people that are that are suffering from heart attacks and from kidney disease and the original pandemic, which is addiction, which is what this program is about. And, of course, we have a vaccine for addiction, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen? That's right. So uh, we, 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 this show is about hope, and it's about the hope that Jesus Christ offers to the, to the lost, to the brokenhearted. God is close to the brokenhearted, and his hand is reaching out for you, and it's there always. And all you got to do is, is, is take that hand. You know, it's amazing, Pastor, in, in doing this radio show, uh, I have been blessed to be introduced to so many people doing kingdom work out there. If you want help, it's out there for you. And if you know somebody, and I'm, I guarantee you, if you're listening right now, you know somebody who's under the bondage of addiction. If if they want help, it's out there. And I'm going to promote a couple of ministries. Before we get going, in fact, let me promote my friends over at the Open Door Mission. You know, the Open Door Mission is a wonderful faith-based program. It is absolutely free. I've got a gentleman that I talked to this afternoon that's about to enter that program. Uh, they'll help with addiction of any kind. They help people with certain kinds of mental illness. Uh, it's a really an incredible program, and they've started a new program, Pastor. Uh, it's typically been a seven-month program, which really will transform a life, uh, but they've started a new 30-day program for those that, that don't believe that they can uh, uh, do that long time of period, you know, we because we, we lie to ourselves because we say, well, I can't do something for that long. Well, how long have you been addicted? How long, 20, 30, 40 years that you've been under the bondage of addiction? 30 days is nothing. Seven months is nothing for a transformed life. But what they do at the Open Door Mission, which is so spectacular, is they provide medical care. They provide dental care. They, they provide uh, job training. They teach somebody how to use a computer. Many people that have been in, living on the streets and under the bondage of addiction don't know how to use a computer, how to put together a resume, help you get a job when you get out. They help you with life skills. They use tw- the 12-step program. They use cognitive recovery. Every, every tool in the toolbox, they'll use it. But most importantly, they start every day in the chapel, and that's a relationship with Jesus Christ because that's what transforms lives. So if you're interested in just getting information, Maybe going into the program, maybe you know somebody that needs the program. Um, whether you're homeless or one step from homeless, uh, they'll take you in, and it's absolutely free. And my friend Tommy Thompson runs it, and he's a wonderful man of God, and they, they do it just based on pri- – they don't take any money from the government. It's all private uh, and foundations, contributions. It's wonderful. You can call 832-962-4249, 832-962-4249, and, and you can get in. All right. We're going to we're going to talk with now with with Pastor Boyd, and I hope everybody can hear us uh, clearly out there because we're here we're here to help. You know, if you have a question for the program, I don't mind if you you text us at eight three two four seven five eight six four two. Maybe you just need prayer. Maybe maybe you have a question about Jesus, or maybe you just don't know what to do. You're lost and and you need some hope. So, Pastor, uh, how are you today, my brother? I am extremely blessed, very blessed to be here with all of you. And I lift up all the people out there, and I'm just, I'm with you, John. I'm, 
I'm with you. God bless America. Amen. 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 Yeah, we need healing in our country right now uh, for many, many different reasons. Uh, so, Pastor, let's talk a little bit, like I said, about because your story is, is just uh, so powerful when, when you talk about uh, what Jesus Christ can do in somebody's life. Because I tell you what, if he transformed us, and it's not that I'm perfect by any means, all glory to God, because I didn't do any of it, because I, I, I drove my car into the ditch. But if, if what he could did with us, he can do with anybody. We're, we're not special. Uh, the only thing we did was accept his hand. That's all we did. So, Pastor, tell, tell us a little bit about growing up and, and well, what happened. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you age-wise. So, right. So I just grew up right there in Houston, Texas, in the southeast end of Houston, Texas, in that dropout generation of the 60s. So right around the time that I was about eight years old, I watched my brother go to Vietnam, and then it seemed like just everything busted wide open across the country. And as a child growing up in that in that field of rock and roll, sex, drugs, rock and roll, whatever, oh, yeah. I got caught up in the merry-go-round of it. It took me for on a spin that just it just hit me down, you know, just really, really drove me down. So I started... Uh, you know, smoking cigarettes about eight years of age and drinking alcohol. And, and then about 10, I'm smoking pot. And at 13, I'm taking pills and then I start shooting up. And, and I just, and I started getting involved in the, the punk stuff that goes with addiction. And so I started getting involved in crime and just petty crimes. But, you know, it just always leads to worse and worse and worse. And that's what it did. It just took me down. And I just ended up a, a, a real seriously sick in the head drug addict sticking needles in my veins, shooting heroin, cocaine, methamphetamines, um, drinking alcohol, burglarizing, stealing, acting a fool. And, of course, you know, uh, every player gets played. So, so I got myself in a world of trouble with the police and with the, the prison system. I went to prison as a child. Uh, I was 18 when I caught wow. the first case. And, and uh, or, you know, just, just, it just a, a mess. And so between, like, 1978, 1998, I went to prison four times. I spent a total of about 12 and a half years behind bars in that time period. And the rest of the time, about 25 years total, I was on drugs, really doing the deal. So on April the 29th of 1993, this is, wh- this is where it really gets to the transition. I hit my knees in a jail cell, and I, I, I knew that I was in trouble. I knew that I was going to be real sick from the lack of heroin and so on and so forth. And I just told the Lord, I said, now listen, Father, I know of you, but I don't know you. I've, I've run from you my whole life. I have nothing to give you but this violence and anger and rage, this heart filled with hate, my filthy mind and nasty mouth. I'll give you the drugs, the guns, the knives. You can have all of that. I'll give you my eyes, my ears, my hands, my feet, my fear, my doubt, my unbelief. And if you never let me out of prison again for the rest of my life, I'll serve you till I die if you deliver me from these demons. Well, Pastor and, and, and listening audience, it took the King of Kings about two seconds to step in the ring with me that night. And I have never seen anything so violent in the way of a takeover. Our king, the Lord of lords, the king of kings, the great I am, the Lord Jesus, he took full control of my, of my being. I knew that I was touched. I knew that something divine had happened. And I heard him speak to me. Now, not through my outer ear like I'm hearing when Pastor John's ministering here. It wasn't like that. I heard it inside of me, and it was, read my word, read my word, read my word. 
And so three times God told me that night to read his word. And 27 and a half years later, I'm still reading his word, and I've never drank any more alcohol. I've never committed another felony. I've never been back to prison after I got out from that fall, uh, other than to go back and give people hope. I've just been set free, and it's God's glory. It's just all God's glory. You know, that's wonderful, because I had the same experience, and that I was delivered instantly and never touched anything once once I came to Christ. And, you know, not everybody walks the same road. That's true. Uh, not, not everybody does. Uh, but I would love, and maybe you and I could do the study together, Pastor, I would love to do a study between those that went into secular recovery and just went through that process and didn't have a spiritual awakening, didn't come to Christ, to Jesus Christ, and those that did both. Right. That that or, or just came, just got delivered by Jesus because yeah, two different angles. Yeah, because that's his signature ministry is deliverance. He delivered people uh, constantly, and he delivers. You know, God's still in the miracle business, folks. I want to tell you because Pastor Boyd and I see it on a on a almost a daily basis that with, with our work in the recovery. Uh, when people really accept Jesus, I mean, the Bible, every word of it is true. When, when the Son sets free, is free indeed. And and you know that's what we experienced and. You know, that's why we're on this radio show right now, because we want to tell people that that's out there for them. It's a free gift, and, and just like the free gift of salvation. And all you have to do is accept it. And so, um, you know, he, he could deliver. I started a little bit later than you. I think I was 12 in an alley with some pretty girls when uh, I got enticed to smoke marijuana. The devil works in, you know, he's, he's a cunning, baffling, and, and he'll he'll use anything, you know, but... but uh, uh, you know, uh, we all have similar stories. It doesn't really matter. He traps us in the bondage of addiction. And, but that's a remarkable story, Pastor. So, um, you know, the, and the fact that he told you, you know, the, uh, we were renewed by the tr- transforming of our minds, you know, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be renewed by the, tr- and the way your mind is transformed is by reading his word, his, 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 this living, breathing Bible that we both have our hands on right now is, is what did it. So, okay, so you're still in prison. And he told you to start reading his word. How, how, what happened then? I will admit to you. I'm, I'll admit to everybody. Okay. It was absolutely so incredible what he did in the first round of the prayer. Right. I did go back for a second addition to the prayer, and I said, Lord, would you please let me out? <laughs> and, he, and he actually impressed upon me the same way he told me, read my word, read my word, read my word. He said, no, I'm not taking you out, but I will go through with you. And Five years and three months passed total time, just to kind of make it quick here to tell the story. Sure. I got afforded six months in a safe P, which is a therapeutic community uh, under the guideline uh, of the covering of the Texas criminal justice system, there, the prison system. And, um, and I got a lot of tools, a lot of tools, and I got hooked up with a Christian counselor. And, and, and ironically, ironically, he looks a little like you, Pastor. I praise and, the Lord. And he was so poor guy. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like it was like running into a Mack truck. The guy tells me right off the day, he says, "So what are you running from?" I said, "Hey, I'm not running from anything. I got the Lord." And he says, "Oh boy," and he says, "I meet Christians like you all the time. Can't have you work the steps?" And I said, "Well, I don't need the steps. I just got Jesus." You know? Yeah. He says, "You know what? Step one: you admit you've sinned and you've fallen short to His glory." Step two, you come to believe that God has the power to deliver you. Step three, you make a decision for Christ. He says, guys like you are a dime a dozen. You get afforded some great opportunity for treatment like this, and you hide behind some religious statements so that God can't do the internal work that he needs to do in you. What's wrong with you? Well, that is 
that is profound because, as I said earlier, uh, God did deliver us. But you know, you don't you don't just go to church one time and say I'm a Christian and I'm I'm doing I'm living for the Lord and never go back and never do any of the work, never help people, never be a servant, never never uh, keep learning the word of the Lord. You got to you know I like to say without God I can't, but without me God won't. You know, it's a partnership. You got to keep working it, and you've got to go through these these steps. And people, the twelve steps get maligned as as though there's something wrong with them, and it's because of what man has done to it—the higher power thing. And that's what I love about this curriculum. We're going to talk about in a little bit. You've made it Christ-centered, but I have seen so many people do that work and go through a twelve-step program that didn't have Jesus Christ in their life, and that lead to a relationship with Jesus Christ because they see a power of God in their life. They see that God is throughout this. I believe that these 12 steps, I love the way you've rewritten them, but I believe even that they are divinely inspired, that they're given to us by the Lord. Yeah, the original, yeah, because it comes from the Oxford group. But, but okay, so he he told you, you know, you just can't say on this, you've got to do some work, which is exactly true. Exactly true. And then he just met me right there. He showed me how to use his word to renew my mind, like you were saying right. earlier. And it was a you know it was a day by day thing. There was highs, there was lows. There were there were days I felt like I was on top of the world, just spirit filled and really rocking for Christ. There were other times that I got a little peaked and really felt beat down, and the enemy was really working against me. He will. <laughs> and, and people and circumstances and situations with prison and you know time doing time and. I got jacked out of the program. I had an existing parole that got violated and just pulled me right out of the therapeutic community. Oh, and, but, but it was it was a blessing in disguise in one way. I had I had been there long enough, doing enough business with God and getting enough of those tools down to actually utilize it and work it and, and go through, you know, and, and then and then so, use it in my time. So He had given you enough enough tools that that you so. How long were you in the CP? I, I think, let's see, uh, I, I was six weeks from graduation, which would have put me right about six months. Five and a half months, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, but then he yanked you back into the general population? <laughs> Maximum. Security. Well, you know what he wanted right. to tell you is he, he wanted to tell you, you don't want to go back here again here, son, because this is where you'll be back if you go back and start you know, doing the same thing. I actually told the Lord at one point in prayer, I said, I want this to be the last time I ever have to do time. Yeah. And you know that they changed my number five times, and I often wonder if that's how hard-headed and lost and stubborn I was that I was going to go back a total of five more times. You well, know, yeah. it, it could be, it could be, and you know, God did the same thing to me. He, he kept reminding me that you know, this is who you are, and this is who I am. Who do you want to be? You know, and who do you want to follow? Um, so, okay, so, but you finally got out. I got out uh, July the twenty fourth, nineteen ninety eight. So a little over twenty two years working, working, you know, quickly toward twenty three out. Okay. And and what happened when you got out? Well, I got out on a Friday night, and on Wednesday I met the woman I would marry. Praise <laughs> the Lord! And I'm that five months later, <laughs> That's and we just celebrated just yesterday, 22 years. I saw that. I wished you a happy anniversary on Facebook. Yeah, that, that's wonderful. Well, I'm behind you again. I'm I'm 20. We just did 20 years, so that 20 year anniversary in in, in in November. And you know what was remarkable about you know we serve a God of restoration. She left me. At one point, I actually even filed for, for divorce. But then when I went into rehab and came to Jesus, she's always known the Lord. She restored the marriage, and it's 
stronger than it's ever been. It is, you know, Christ is in the middle of it, and it is an incredible marriage. We're so fortunate to have each other, and, and uh, but but we're both focused on the Lord. That's that's our number one priority. So you you, you met her, and how, how did you get going in the ministry business? Well, I I've been carrying this vision for cool ministries, and and of course I I had a lot more inside of me that was was being developed. Sure, but in a morning meeting in the safety. God dropped an acronym in my spirit, Christ over our life. And so, and there's some details that goes with that, but that's sort of irrelevant right at this moment. Here, the thing is, is it gave me this acronym, and then I began to work it uh, in my heart, in my mind, that I would, I would answer his call, that I would become a prison missionary, that I would develop, you know, Christ-centered 12-step recovery, that, that I would serve him in the capacity that he would allow me the grace to serve him in. And then when I met her, she was in recovery, I was in recovery, and, and we were very careful the way we explain this. We have to be careful. We absolutely love our roots in secular recovery. We right. love it. Yeah. We love Bill, Bill W., we love Bob the Agnostic, we love the big book. It's, it's a brilliant document. It yes. is absolutely all of that, and God's in it all over it. You yes, know? yes. And so... It's just brilliance. But we just had a need. It, it was a personable need. We needed to be able to give God glory for what he had done in each of our lives. Amen. So we we desired to have a Christ-centered effect where we could actually lift his name up and, and not feel like we were trying to proselyze somebody or push Jesus down the road or, or trying to, you know, just be all plastic and religious. We just wanted to be real in our faith and give God glory. You know, for me personally, God's the one that I called the name on when I was hiding behind somebody's car and somebody was, you know, chunking lead at me. Yeah. You know, um, when I was ODing and I knew I'd shot too much dope in my vein and I felt like I was going to die, I called his name and he'd show up in the dope house and save my life. Isn't that amazing so, <laughs> how much he loves us? <laughs> yes, and so I felt like, you know, when I'm in the meeting with my peers, I just want to be able to give God glory. It doesn't mean I'm trying to make you give him glory. I mean, that's between you and him. Right. I just wanted to be able to glorify his name and not be made to feel like I was a second-class citizen. Well, you know, we've, we've developed a similar approach. Tony B. and I talk all the time on here about, uh, and I can't wait for you to meet Tony. I'm surprised you. We, it hadn't happened yet, but we talk all the time about, uh, how we believe in secular recovery, how we both got things out of secular recovery, uh, how people find Christ through secular recovery. And we have a ministry called Covenant Recovery Ministries uh, that meets on Friday nights at 7. Unfortunately, we had to cancel our meeting this Friday because uh, of some co- people in our group were exposed to COVID. And so, and then next Friday is the 25th, so <laughs> Jesus' birthday, we're not meeting then. And then January 1st is the next Friday, so we're not meeting again until January 8th. But We'd love for you to join us if you're in the northeast part of town. It's it's uh, at New Covenant Church. It's called Covenant Recovery Ministries. We meet at 7. And we see ourselves as sort of a fusion between a, a 12-step meeting and, and a religious service. We 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 uh we praise them, we start with praise and worship, praising the Lord, sure. and then and then we uh we have a short biblical, you know, 15-20 minute biblical message by one of the leaders. Mm-hmm. And, and then we break into men's and women's groups is the way that we do it. And, so and, and talk. So people could talk and share. That's where a lot of the healing, confess your sins so that you may be healed. That's where a lot of the healing oh, takes wow. place and and people need to struggle with things and and uh you know, so anyway, and we we're really uh, we've gotten really vigilant about this. Uh, we've sort of been some tension between let 
the Holy Spirit run, but uh, and do what He may, and we we hope we always invite Him in. But um, we also try to get out of there by eight thirty because it's Friday night. People are tired from working or whatever, and we want them to know what the time commitment is. So we're, we meet from seven to eight thirty. Now you have a similar ministry to point to time to mm-hmm. to. Uh, when do y'all meet and, and well, where? We have uh, over at Cool Headquarters. Now, that we've been doing Zoom meetings on Monday nights. Okay. Uh, Matt Miller, uh, I mean, I'm not Matt Miller, excuse me. I do have a friend named Matt Miller. Matt Brunts, my facilitator at Cool Headquarters, has been doing Zoom meetings during this COVID thing on Monday nights. What time are those? And uh, it's set from seven to eight. Okay, I'm going to start joining. And he'll, uh, he can, you know, he can shoot that link, you know. But okay. Anyway, I can get that for you. For okay, thank anybody. you. Yeah. But um, but anyway, so so that's that's more of an open time for people to be able to really share. Okay. And he's a master at it. I mean, I just really give the guy props for they do. He's a great facilitator, and it's a matter of truth. I would say he's got skills I don't have. Sure. I, I can stand to develop. Um, I'm doing. More of a speakers type meeting okay. uh, online. Uh, I have the capacity to do the Zoom, but we've just been using YouTube and Christian World Media through our website. But we go online there, and I think it might be on Roku TV as well. But anyway, we go on from twelve to one on Wednesdays and Fridays. Okay, and I'm just kind of I share the signature statement. Sometimes I read over the steps and the associated scriptures, and I testify. I'm just kind of really. I really just kind of try to catch a wave because what we have is a lot of brothers and sisters who have some types of painful experiences as they're trying to find their niche in recovery. Right. So sometimes they they'll 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 have that need to be able to glorify God in their in their secular recovery process. Other times they may have a religious experience that's kind of against the twelve step process. You know, for whatever reason, and um, and so we're trying to bridge that gap, right? Because we just want everybody to know there is hope, amen. And it and it is all good in Jesus. Yes, it is. I mean, He will change your lives, folks, and that's that's why we have a new program uh, on Monday where I'm just coming on uh, from five thirty to to six, and the program's called the Transformative Power of Christ. And uh, it's it's just preaching, and because uh, <laughs> he is so good, folks. I mean, Pastor Boyd and I are just just bursting out with with appreciation and gratitude for what he's done in our lives, and and it's been all him. It's been absolutely. So, if somebody wanted to join one of these meetings, uh, where would they, they could go to your website to figure it out? They can definitely go to our website, coolministries.net. dot net. They can call me personally. Uh, I, I get tons of calls. Uh, 713-592-0134. That rings straight to my cell phone. Say it again. 713-592-0134. And if you have a question right now, Pastor Boyd's just giving you his number. You can text it in. We can answer it online well, or yeah, pray yeah, for you yeah, or on there. For text purposes. Oh, okay. So maybe I should get my cell phone. I'm sorry. Well, you don't need to if you don't want no, to. No, I'm, I'm okay. I, okay. Many, many, many people have it. 281 687 8366. Two eight one six eight seven eight three six six, and I will do my gut level best to answer questions, be there for you, advise anything that I can do to help a person in recovery. I'm I'm proud of that. Well, Pastor Boyd's got a heart for for the hurting and the, the lost, and that's what Jesus did. He came to seek and save the lost, and so and that's what we're to do. Uh, we're to make disciples of all nations, and and we're just we're just so grateful for what he's done. And while we're at it, that's my cell phone I gave earlier, 832-475-8642. Uh, 
we will get back to you. It may not be immediate. We'll do it on air if you want us to pray for you, or you can do it after the show's over. Uh, we're here to try to lead people to Jesus Christ, but also just to help them in the practical world uh, that we're all trying to, to navigate. Now, these, these uh, I think we're about to go to break, but we've got a couple more minutes. Uh, these uh, these uh, recovery meetings that you have, uh, they are virtual now. Uh, when the pandemic, when we get the vaccine distributed, are you going to go back to live meetings? Well, yeah, actually, those those noon meetings okay. that I do on Wednesdays and Fridays from twelve to one, there are a few people that are actually coming to the chapel. There's plenty of space to space out, so social distancing is doable. Yeah, and uh, and they're wearing their mask and all that. We've got hand sanitizer and we're just being cool about things. Absolutely, but there is some people that are already coming. Okay, and and it's okay. There's I don't think we're having anybody, but you know, abundance of people, so it's all good. Right? Yeah, you can you can spread out, which is which is good. As long as you can spread out, you you should be safe. Uh, but once we get, but typically before the the uh, uh, pandemic came, you, everybody you met live on the on those yeah, Wednesday yeah. and Friday meetings. Yes, sir. I wasn't even going online with them because that yeah. that way we would have more group discussions even during my my noon meeting. Right. Okay. Um, and of course, if somebody had something, if they had a burning desire, they had something they needed to get, you know, said, I could either pass a mic to them or they could just say it and I could repeat it for the sake of the screen. But I haven't like gotten releases and all that. You know, most, a lot of times people think of our meetings as kind of anonymous or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, we do the same thing. So, uh, but where, where's your location? Give that to folks. Okay. We're at 5005. West 34th Street in Northwest Houston, Texas, in Suite 105C is where the chapel is. Okay, so so 5005 West 34th Street, Suite 105C, Houston, Texas 77092. And that should also be accessible on the website at coolministries.net. Coolministries.net. Now, because I came to your Christmas party, and uh, what I think the easiest way to access it is the there's minute, a parking John. lot behind the building. True that. And, True that. And, and and there's a door. We got one minute, so I, I want to. Pastor Boyd also has uh, a church uh, that meets the Sundays at ten. Sundays at ten is true, and uh, then we also Wednesday nights at seven. Wednesday nights at seven. Okay, and that's at that same level location he just gave you. And there's a Bible study at 8 o'clock on Sunday morning. Oh, there is. Okay, Bible study at 8 o'clock on Sunday morning. Okay, we'll be back after the break, uh, and we're going to continue our discussion with Pastor Boyd Harrell of Cool Ministries, and uh, we we hope that uh, you're with us, and, and we're praying for you. So we'll be right back.
This is Pastor John Allworth, back with you with Recovery Radio Houston, and I'm here with my good friend and, and just wonderful man of God, Pastor Boyd Harrell. And we have talked about, uh, if you're just joining the program, uh, let me give you a real quick synopsis. We talked about uh, Pastor Boyd. Uh, when you want to talk about the transformative power of Christ, uh, you can see it in this man. I just, uh, I just love him because he's got such a, such a joyous spirit uh, about everything that the Lord has done for him. And uh, he's just involved in so many things. He's, he's about, uh, I don't know, 15 years ahead of me in his ministry work, and, and I admire him greatly for that. Um, and anyway, we talked about his early upbringing and we're the same age. So we grew up in the same times with, uh, all the craziness of the sixties and the Vietnam war and the peace and love and drugs movement. And, and, you know, I grew up in a little town, uh, in Kingsville and supposedly, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I know it's at least partially true. It was on the road from Mexico. And so they said at one time that little town had more marijuana per capita than any place in the United States because it was just all coming up from Mexico. And so I would say that probably 50% of my seventh grade class had tried marijuana, which is just a, an incredibly young age. Now, Pastor Boyd um, was around some folks that got him introduced to things earlier than that, and he and I have similar stories, and, and you know, the addiction is progressive. And but he and he spent some time in prison, but the Lord spoke to him in prison, and he hit his knees, and uh, he was delivered. But then he went through some more difficulties, and the Lord said, "Look, you and and people that the Lord put in his path said, you got to do some work here. You know, this is to, you got to keep working it. If you really want to know Jesus Christ, you got to spend time with him. You've got to have that vertical relationship with him. You've got to read his word. You've got to do the hard work. You've got to look at. at I, I'm not going to." be untruthful to anybody. Recovery is hard work. If you really want to have it, Jesus will be there with you every step, and he'll put people in your path to help you. But you've got to work at it, and you've got to continue working at it, because the devil's out there like a roaring lion. And at any point, we've all known people that have been sober for 20 years and then and then relapse, and it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, most of us that have really been in drugs and alcohol for any length of time, we know what it means to work hard at the addiction. Yes. So it's like you kind of switch gears, you flip the script, so to speak. You know? It's like we talked about earlier about the time. How much time did you spend in your addiction? Well, you got to spend time in recovery, and and it's but but it's worth it because everything you do in addiction is is to sin, is to die, and is you're just it's destructive. But everything you do in recovery is 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 wonderful and it feeds your spirit. And and you know I, I found Pastor Boyd, and I, I know you'll agree with me on this that people that really turn the corner on recovery that are people that are helping other people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's when... You should get out of yourself. Yes, and it t- stops being all about you. The addiction is selfish. You do. The essence of living is giving, and when you when you really get into it and the compassion starts welling up, and there is a fine line in it, and you do need some wise counsel about it because we have to fight a thing called codependency. Yes, and I think that kind of being a Christian is already a little bit codependent because if they feel good, you feel better. You know? Yeah, yeah. But you just gotta watch it. But you still, the more that you give, the more accountable you hold yourself to what you know. Amen. It, it's exactly right. You know, some I was touring the Open Door Mission. Our friends over at the Open Door Mission, and I, I was with another pastor, and, and not to speak poorly of him, but. Uh, 
a guy was there giving us a, 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 a tour and he said part of the reason that he came back, he wanted to give back, but he also because he wanted to see where he came from, so he never went back to it. And the pastor, who's never been through addiction, didn't really understand and said, uh, well, he's not really been delivered. And I said, you don't understand, man. You don't understand. You've got to, uh, you know, our, our Jesus came as a servant. That's a fundamental principle of, of, of being a Christian. And, yeah, and he's always out there, and you've got to give back. You know, I found three things. You know, Pastor, um, I was always in my addiction. I was always chasing things. And whether it was like some of the photographs I showed you upstairs, I was chasing power. I was chasing money in my law practice. I was chasing uh, dopamine in, uh, when I was, you know, using things that changed my, altered my perception. I, I was always chasing something, and it never filled me up. <laughs> it, I never quite got there. That's why they say, you know, one's too many and a hundred's not enough in addiction, you know. It never did. And so I've, what, what changed for me is that Jesus Christ finally began to fill me up. And and that's what I was missing in my I had a big gaping hole in my heart, in my chest, that only he could fill. And so three things are really important to me still in, in my walk, although you might not know it looking at me. Exercise, because that does a dopamine release and, and is a healthy thing for me. Uh, number two is is praise and worshiping the Lord. Uh, because, do you know, and I, I want to share some of this with you, and I think I started to see it, alluding to it, um, you mentioned it in some of the materials I've been going through, but we actually have chemical changes in our brain when we worship the Lord. Uh, they have proven now through the psychology of neuropsychology that, that we grow. You know, joy really does come in the morning. We we have new neurons every morning when we wake up. God is so amazing. We are self-healing, and when we engage in spiritual activities, it changes our brains, particularly the part of our brain that has to do with empathy. It changes our brain in miraculous. We grow these neurons that are healthy, like trees, and uh, and they've actually proven this with scientific studies. The Bible told us that all along. Science is way behind the Bible, but in any event, um, so that that you know, raising my hands and singing and praising the Lord and, and praying to Him and praying in tongues and and just spending time with Him, reading His Word. That actually chemically changes our brain, so that is so healthy. And then the third thing is helping people. You know, like you just said, it gives us, it fulfills us in ways that we never knew. And that's that's the last part of the the twelve steps is about giving back and and, and helping. So anyway, uh, I, I appreciate that. So Pastor Boyd now has uh, a prison ministry. Tell, tell us about what you did pre-COVID and what you're going to do when we're past this pandemic. Well. Pre-COVID, we were frequenting 36 units in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice wow. with a, an extremely strong presence in the Harris County Jail. And then from that, building relationship with the incarcerated, some of our brothers and sisters would begin to write the ministry, and we'd keep a, a steady flow of, of, of letters going back and forth. You know, just good, good, healthy Christian uh, interaction. And then when many of them would be released, and end up in, in, a, in a, a position to where they could come, then we would help them with reentry. And the reentry work that we do is predominantly networking with all kinds of other agencies. So not shutting the door on any organization or situation where a person can get help. In other words, it doesn't have to always be Christ-centered for them to be viable. Sure, and God can use anything. <laughs> of, of, them, of them getting re-entered you know, into society. So I like to call re-entering folks from prison returning citizens. 
Yes. And then I, I like to treat them with dignity. And they find love and acceptance and compassion in our worship services. Because our worship services are designed to uh, fulfill the call of God to walk in love toward people and not hold their past against them. But it, it has a it has a spirit of excellence about it, which is really all God. No man or woman can take the glory for that or any group of people. God put something together there, and he put a, 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 a hedge of protection around it, and it's a, it's a safe place for a person to come, even if they're tattooed out, even if they have a pretty rough criminal history, they can find love, acceptance, and grow along spiritual lines. Well, you know, I, I think that's where our heart is, and is that it's to love the unlovable, because God wants us to do that. That's how we got here. That's how we got here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so we know it works, man. We know who he is. Praise the Lord. So, again, if somebody wanted to – so so you're able to do right now, you're able to do this reentry work, because I assume Good. they're letting a lot of people out of prison right now with COVID. Doing that. Yeah. Doing the mail. Yeah. Uh, that, there's some, some of that's even changed a little bit, but – but then we put uh, we put the DVDs uh, that, that te- me teaching those twelve steps into every prison in the state and in the county jail. The only group so far in the county that might have had, had access to it is the veterans pod, and I and I do need to do some follow up there. But I've got a, a real strong chapter of it going at the Clemens unit, at the Lopez unit, and we're very very excited about the possibilities getting it going again at the Plain State and the Henley and maybe the High Tower and also Keegan's downtown. And then on top of that, uh, we have a special group of ladies. They, they're enrolled in a Bambi program. Hmm. That is, uh, they start out in the, in the prison system and they give birth to their children because they're pregnant when they get arrested. I see. They give birth to their children and then they bond with their children. Then when they get released, they get to go to the special place at Santa Maria and they bond together with their babies. Oh, and then uh, I'm going through Zoom teaching the curriculum to those ladies uh, every other week. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So we just thank God for all that he's doing. Amen. Amen. So, uh, but right now you're not able to actually go into the prisons because not they're not right letting now. people in. Yeah. But I did go get my TV test done at the county uh, last night. Okay. So that means that prayerfully there's going to be an open door soon. We just, we just pray. Okay. Well, you said the word open door. I want to promote my friends over the Open Door Mission right now. That's a faith-based program where people can go through and men can go through and have their lives transformed. Uh, It uses Jesus Christ at the center and every step in the, every tool in the toolbox, 12 steps, cognitive recovery, uh, education, medical, job training, and most importantly, a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you know somebody that needs help, you can call 832-962-4249, 832-962-4249 for admission or just to get additional information. Well, Pastor Boyd, uh, I have been reading this morning. Um, I had developed a scriptural basis of the 12 steps because I believe that each of these are, are, are scripturally based. And so this is just a, what I go through every couple of months with, and I've gone through over this program, which is the scriptural basis for each of these 12 steps. But I was blown away as I began to go through your curriculum. And uh, let, let, let's walk through this, because there's a misunderstanding about the 12 steps. Many people in the faith community don't understand uh, what it is and, and why it can help people and, and, and what it does. So, you know, the 12 steps is... 
it was, you know, it originated out of the Oxford Group, which was a Christian organization, and uh, and then it was developed mostly by Alcoholics Anonymous and the founders of that. And they've tried to make it broad to go to everybody, but the truth of the matter is there's God all through the big book. There's God all through the 12 steps with a capital G. And, and so... Uh, let, let's just walk through some of this. It's called Breaking the Chains. Pastor Boyd has got a, a DVD that, that is a two-part two, uh, DVD uh, where he teaches these 12 steps. And let me just go through this real fast so people know. Step one, admit your demise. Step two, coming to believe. Step three, making a decision, that is to turn your life and your will over to God. Step four, a moral inventory. Step five, confession. These are all biblical principles. Step six, commit and obey. Amen. Step seven, renewing the mind that we've talked about uh, already in the program. Step eight, forgiveness. That is such an anchor around so many people's necks. Uh, step Part two of forgiveness, step nine. Step ten, continuance in the word. Step eleven, the pursuit of wisdom. And step twelve, passing the baton. So these are divided into four groups. Give up, clean up, clean up, make up, keep up. So uh, each of those steps is essential to the recovery process. So let's let's walk through this a little bit. On the cover, you've got if 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 the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And I know that's something that you and I believe in with all our hearts. Absolutely, absolutely, beyond the shadow of a doubt. So uh, then you've got that you're not necessarily affiliated with Alcoholics Anonymous, but again, we talked about that earlier. Um, so. Uh, to go through the, some of these uh, original principles rather than me just reading it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely wanted to make sure that that you know people knew that it wasn't like an extension of the big book. But we're just real people that fell in love with recovery through AA and NA and CA and all the different all the A's. Yeah, yeah for real, for real. Yeah. And so you know we, we feel like we're definitely a part of the family. And so this is uh, this is where a new life begins with Jesus Christ. Everything comes together at the cross. So every race, every color, every creed, every national origin, every belief system, everything under the sun comes together at the cross because the cross is the key. Yes, it is. So it's the key to the vertical relationship that we have between us and God and the horizontal relationship that we share with one another. What we have with God vertically is best expressed by what we share horizontally. Amen. I like and that. So God is good. He's faithful. He's just. His, he's not. Too, he's not like uh, opposed to any child of His asking hard questions. He says in His Word, "Come, let us reason together. Your sins are just terrible. Yes, and sir. I have paid the price to take them all away. So I'm here. And when I said that, I mean either your wife just turned the air on real quick. <laughs> yeah. No, brother, you got a touch from the Holy Spirit. Because <laughs> I'm telling you that there are listeners, perhaps. That, that could dial in on the on the radio, and and they 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 struggle perhaps with the whole faith in the center of the recovery thing. We are not here, not you, not me, and I know our our hearts are one in this. We're not here to jump on a bandwagon one way or the other. What we're here to say is, God used everything, everything in the mix. He used it to get us to this place of surrender. Yes. So we were in meetings, and He was there. Yes, he was. People were using foul language in some of those meetings and actually cussing him for a pretty good portion of the meeting. And, and, and it did not change his ability to reach us. He Sorry. still reached us. Yes, he did. We most likely, both of us, at some point in our life had a pretty bad potty mouth. I know I did. Oh, I did, undoubtedly. And so it took God working with us 
to learn to put the Word of God into our spirit to change our conversation. So we don't hate on people that still have that concept, but what we've tried to do is bring something to the plate where, look, hey, you can glorify God in this process. You don't have to talk like that anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not necessary to tell your story. Uh, You can tell your story, but don't stay stuck. Don't, Don't just bog down in a war story. The war stories are what they are, but we want to transition from a place of getting out of the problem into the solution. And so there is a solution. Yes, there is. 27 and a half years ago, I quit doing dope, and I started doing the Word. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And I found that the Word, there's no high like the most high. That's exactly right. You can't get enough, and you can't OD on it. No. You know? Uh, it only helps. It's just, it's just good. It's all the way around good. He's got your answers. He's willing to help you. Uh, he uses the processes like open door mission. But he uses secular recovery. He uses other other programs that are Christ centered. Uses them greatly to bring all of us into a position. This that God gave us at Cool Ministries maybe has a little bit of a more hardcore effect for some of us. Because it's like, you know, hey, there's no there's no punches pulled here. It's about the blood of the Lamb. Amen. The word of our testimony. It's about the power of the cross. It's about dying daily, denying ourselves, picking up our cross and following him. Amen. Amen. And that's what we're commanded to do. I mean, Luke 9.23 sums it up. So, okay, so the cross is the key. We've covered that. And, and Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth, and I am the life, and there's no way to the Father but by me only. Jesus Christ said that. He didn't say it because he's a hater. He didn't say it, you know, to leave people out. He said it because he's the very lover of our soul, and he did not come to condemn the world but to save the world. He loves you with an unfailing life. Isn't that amazing? He died for us when we were yet sinners. He loved us when we were yet sinners. He wants no man to perish. He wants us all to come to him. And he just wants to love us, and it's just it's just amazing. So you know, one of the things that that is really critical um, is that that people understand is that recovery is built on confidentiality. Um, you know, in in your program and my program, it's a centerpiece mm-hmm. of what we do, and and we really take that very seriously mm-hmm. because we want people to be able to come in and be themselves, and everybody takes a pledge of confidentiality when they start the process. So, you know, it, you've got in your introduction, you've got maintain confidentiality. The only time we're going to break that is if somebody's threatening to hurt somebody else, yeah, or themselves, or themselves. yeah, and especially children or elders. Yes, and we're going to protect people. But other than that, you can say whatever you want. You can tell us, uh, you know, you, you can uh, put it all out there, and and, and you know, you got to do that because it's healing. And then you got to participate, and and you got to attend uh, as as much as you can, mm-hmm. and uh, you, then you you got to commit to one hundred percent abstinence, and and that throws people for a loop. Yeah, because a lot of times, and and I'm not. I'm not here to knock anything. I, I kind of like to get it, you know. People come to the plate with a paradigm of thought, okay, and the, and it's developed. It's 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 scholastic, you know. And they get involved, and then they they say, well, you know, we kind of factor in a relapse. We kind of figure you're probably going to relapse, so we'll just factor it in. Mm-hmm. And I get it. That is very very possible for anybody. You and I are not exempt. 
Yeah, sure. But we don't have to leave your home to go get a, a can, a bottle, or a package. No, we don't. If we did it in our heart, Jesus said, this law is greater than the law of the land. Amen. And so, but but in the in the realm of that, um, you've got um, uh, people to really do themselves a great justice to just say it. You know, the power of death and life is in the time. It is. I commit for the rest of my life that I'm no longer going to be a drug addict or an alcoholic. God help me. Yes. You know? Because you can't do it without it. And and then, of course, you know, somebody says, well, then what happens if you fall? Mm -hmm. The power of death and life is in the tongue. If there's any discrepancy in any faith-ridden thing, it's going to fall on our side. Our God is faithful. He's just. He's not a man that he should lie. He holds his word above his name. His word is forever settled in the heavens and upon the earth. Amen. We can just simply get back in the race. Yes, we can. And the quicker, the better. Yeah, and, you know, we don't condemn anybody when that happens. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Uh, we don't. But it doesn't have to happen either. And so, you know, yeah, that's all That's all we're saying. That's, and But if it does, we're there to love you and to pick you back up, and he's there with his hands to love. I suffered for 25 years standing and falling. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you of a single day in my addiction I didn't know of and actually have some fundamental belief that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. But I just simply didn't have any connection with the Word, didn't know the Word, right. didn't know anything about applying the Word. So how can you get receive the power if you don't know the Word? Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of a treatment facility and go get high. You know? Exactly. I promise a drug counselor I'll make 90 and 90, get a sponsor and work the steps. And I wouldn't do nothing but make five meetings and go use. Well, I told you about when I went to rehab, how um, the guy called up and, and said he'd been to eight different rehabs, and he never got sober till he, till he found his faith, till he went to a faith-based rehab center. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you have to go to a faith-based rehab center. I don't think you have to go to rehab necessarily to get sober. Uh, because people are out there to help you. But I sure think it's a wonderful way to start. <laughs> so if we're going someplace like the Open Door Mission. God may lead any one of us a little differently in the journey. Right. And, and, and some of those journeys can be affected just flat out by our own free will. Absolutely. Some people might say, I'm not going to no you know, Christian thing. I hear it all the time. And, and, yeah. Hey, that doesn't eliminate God from bringing himself to them. They can't come to him unless he draws them, and he can do that in a hotel room looking out the window for the police while you're smoking crack. He can do it from prison, from a prison cell, can he, my brother? He certainly yeah. can. I yeah. can testify. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know what? We're going to have to have you back because I really – this is such a powerful, uh, powerful curriculum that goes through these 12 steps but makes them Christ-centered. I guarantee you, well, I can't guarantee anything, only God can, but I promise you that you're going to give yourself a wonderful opportunity if, if, you, if you go through this kind of curriculum, if you start following Pastor Boyd and his, uh, his curriculum and his meetings. Uh, I would urge you to go, no matter where you're at in your recovery, if you're still using, I would urge you to tune in right now. Uh, so real quick, we've got about a minute and a half. How can people find you? Okay, on the Internet www.coolministries.net forward slash live is how you get right to the to the say that one more time it's www.coolministries.net forward slash live to get to the social media platform 
I'm also on YouTube under Cool HTX. Cool HTX. Cool Houston, Texas. Well, you know, I, I, and Pastor Boyd's uh, got a church service uh, that meets Sundays at 10 and Bible study at 8. Uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, every Sunday night at 6 p.m. at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. I'll be preaching tomorrow at 6 p.m. We're virtual right now because of COVID. Uh, you can also uh, find me on, on this radio station on a program called The Transformative Power of Christ at 530. I'll be on remotely again this, this Monday. But, you know, we, we love you here at Recovery Radio Houston. But more importantly, God loves you more than you could possibly imagine. Join us next Saturday. We'll be here. Tony B. will be here by himself. Uh, again, uh, all the glory to God. Praise God. Good night. <laughs>